So, welcome to the Chaos Cast. We are glad to have you here. We're going to be talking about the various military movements that people are posting about on social media that are happening across the U.S. and in Canada, uh, as well as the wildfires, some of the things that were noted, uh, you know, as happening during that period of time. Uh, we're still probably seeing the smoke, the, the smoke plumes everywhere. Uh, there's other things we're going to add on to this just to kind of um, just to give you a little more perspective on what's going on around you. Now, right off the bat, you know, everybody's like, with the wildfire, you had people, the conspiracy-minded folks that were, they, they were a little skeptical. You know, this is this wildfire, we, ne we haven't really ever seen uh, this type of, uh, how would you say, this type of result from Canadian wildfires. Um, and then so people started going to the satellite feeds and watching it real time because that's something you can do these days. And a lot of pictures started surfacing. So one of the satellite feeds that I seen uh, was pretty wild. There was this area and it showed 30 different fires starting at once. Um, and what you could see was the real-time satellite view of the smoke that was coming up. And, and the guy was rewinding it. And, and now this could have been, you know, within a certain amount of time, you had certain things, maybe something exploded. And within this range, you had embers, you had fire, you had burning objects that were flying out, starting these fires relatively at the same time. This could have been a, a backfire that was um, starting and, um, you know, it's something they were using to try to mitigate the fire. But one thing to note when it comes to these controlled burns that they do to try and, uh, you know, help stop the forest fire from spreading, a lot of those get out of control. There is like a huge, I think like 60% of those get out of control and actually become part of the problem as well. And um, so we've seen that happening, and then we've seen something we've never really seen with a wildfire. We've seen this amber-type, huge, smoggy cloud come into, uh, you know, the northern parts of the of, of the East Coast, uh, uh, New England area. And it was so bad they were stopping, uh, you know, air flights in a lot of areas. So then people went to the tra air traffic control logs to start watching where planes were, and, and started to notice a lot of military aircraft movement and you know it was it was shutting down a lot of flights people were not able to go here people were not able to go there so this all comes on the cusp of we had a flight that went through uh washington uh dc airspace you heard the f the uh, i think it was the f-16s uh taking off sonic boom there there you know every, it flipped everybody out and then you had that it was, oh, it turns out it's just a private jet. Uh, the guy passed out and then it flew and it crashed and exploded. No, nothing to see here, you know, all evidence is gone. So then we start seeing a lot of military movement around the country as well as Canada. While, you know, we have a Ukrainian offensive going on, while right now America is evacuating, I think, 10 to 8,000. Um, ten to eight thousand true uh, people from Taiwan right now, and I'm gonna see if I can find that that certain one that had that. Let me see, this may be it. 
I'm going to look at it. Yeah. So Canadian Preparedness on YouTube was uh, talking about this incident. Um, eight, oh, wait a minute. 80,000. Uh, the U.S. has a plan to evacuate 80,000 people from Taiwan. Um, and NATO is prepping for a no-fly zone in that area. So <laughs> we got some of the paranoia is very deep. You're delusional. Your delusions are winning. And yes, they are winning. Um, because when you start seeing this amount of uh, activity all at once, it, it's very, uh, it, it is very conspiratorial seeming. Thank you, Kate. Um, and thank you, Marjo. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for the Netherlands. You know, they've got a lot of concern for the Canadians. Hey, them Canadians need it right now. So, We've, we've got a typhoon that just hit Guam, and so they're recovering from that. So you do have military movement heading that way. Guam's fairly close to, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's one of our bases we have out in the Pacific. For some reason, I got kicked off a clapper. I guess I'm going to have to go back live. I'm having problems left and right. We'll get this thing up and rolling. I don't know if I got kicked out. It just booted off. We'll notify everybody again. All right. Got a lot of activity happening lately with my different platforms. But anyways, there is also, um, right now, we'll just talk about that. Wait a minute. Uh, the Furza's Command 2023. It, it is a military exercise consisting of a skills competition between military and police special operation teams from the Western Hemisphere. The event is being hosted by, by the Dominican Republic during June 12th through 22nd. Teams from more than 20 countries, including the United States, are taking part in the exercise, which promotes military-to-military -military relationships, increasing training knowledge, and improves regional security. So we have that going on um, right now. So that could attest to some of the military movement you're seeing. Um, let's see here. I have another one I want to bring up. Um, okay, we didn't talk about the Guam cleanup as military moves, you know, to the island have been postponed. So, so you have a lot of military movement that is has been postponed to Guam because of this uh, tsunami, this typhoon. And they've had to do a lot of cleanup work there to get the bases back up and, and operations. Um, now, I'm looking at the National Guard website about their, their training, and it's not really talking about a ton of training that's happening. It's, it's just naming a, a few different things that are going on in uh, the, during this time of June. You got June 16th, June 15th. Uh, one is the Indiana Air Guard. Uh, another one is the New York Army Guard. Uh, aviators, that's actually just a celebration they're doing, um, a, a memorial. Um, there's uh, some stuff, I believe, going on in New Jersey. Um, 139th Airlift Wing tested in large-scale readiness exercise. This this happened on June 15th. Uh, and then there's a lot of overseas operations going on. Um, there's a Tennessee National Guard partner, Bulgaria Conduct Exercise, uh, in Gornia, Malina, Bulgaria. So there's that. You have um, 
You have the West Virginian guardsmen that are present at an intelligence seminar in Guitar. So there is some uh, guard movement, but it's not looking like what, you know, people are talking about across social media. Um, so let's, let's look at, let's look at this wildfire. So it's a while back. I was watching some, um, news and some documentation of wild, you know, these huge fires that were happening in North Korea and they were basically just burning farmland and they were, it was sending up these huge wildfire plumes. Uh, well, they weren't wildfires, these huge plumes where they were burning farmland. And so our government was watching this via, you know, satellite feed. And, um, you know, they were spying on North Korea. And one of their big concerns was that North Korea was moving troops and they were using these fires to keep, you know, it was kind of a, a poor man's uh, cloaking device. It kept the satellites from seeing the North Korean troops that were being moved. So that that really was a was an eye opener of you know how a nation could thwart our great techno technological uh, superiority that we have. We've recently seen these uh, weather balloons that came in out of nowhere, uh, were following certain winds, but actually had propulsion, could carry a lot of weight on them, and we didn't even know they were, or that supposedly the government did not even know they were in our airspace. And um, so we had that going on. Um, and then these wildfires come along in Canada, and we're seeing all this military movement around the same time. We're seeing all these planes, um, you know, Riverside Homestead on YouTube. We're talking about uh, military on the move. You're seeing stuff in Pennsylvania. You're seeing things in California, Illinois. Uh, you're seeing things, a lot of things on the Western coast. So I started making calls and I started talking to friends about what they're hearing with the chatter they're hearing, the things that they're listening to. Now, you, you know, you had this one incident in a suburb where this Osprey's coming in and there are troop movements there. Now, first thing, this is, like I said, the National Guard does not have B-22 Osprey. Not, not unless they bought them and it's not been announced or they're testing these out, they're on loan from some other division. But so this is, I don't, this is not likely that this is the National uh, Guard doing training exercises. So let's think about these wildfires. Somebody's asking, what are you talking about the wildfires? Well, so we've seen a nation use wildfires to mask troop movement. So if someone was going to come into America from the north, they would have to come through Canada at some point. And we're seeing military movement in Canada. So could these, these clouds, could these be, have been intentionally set? Could this be some kind of terrorist attack? We know some of them were because we were watching them set these uh, controlled burns from planes. They were dropping burning, a little like burning diesel from planes to set uh, controlled burns to help stop the wildfires. But we've never seen anything quite like this before. Then we started seeing weird uh, satellite footage of fires starting, you know, in unison. Again, that could be explained. But noting that North Korea used that same tactic to move troops and 
now our military is on the move across our country and Canada, and and we're seeing all this movement. Plus, we're you know we're on the cusp of World War Three. There, there, America is setting up a plan to evacuate eighty thousand people from Taiwan right now, and uh, they're going to create a no fly zone. We have people flying, you know, getting on combat flights going into. Um, you know, so they're going into combat. So uh, we're seeing all this escalation on the uh, the eastern front, front in Europe and Ukraine. We're seeing uh, we're, we're seeing um, certain European leaders over there that are in, I guess you would say that are um, they're, they're in alliance with Russia, and Russia is bringing in nuclear weapons. You know, supposedly according to their uh you know their leadership their president's talking about this uh and he's saying he wouldn't hesitate to use uh the nuclear armaments that are supposedly coming into his country it's it's belarus so anyways but the belarusian president you know he's talking about we're going to use this as as um you know as a counter offensive we're going to use this to uh yeah clapper has been glitchy lately uh rick it seems like right now everything i got is glitchy everybody i'm talking to is having having issues with their technology. So that's another thing to look look at because if you were going to come into uh, a country or if you were going to try and stop a country from, uh, if you were going to try to stop a country from interfering in your military actions, you want to disrupt communication. You want to create uh, confusion in the populace because then they got to deal with their populace. And that that's, something I see all these countries doing to one another right now. Um, we're, we're in World War III. Let's just say it. Let's just look at it. Could there possibly have been troop movement? Was there? Nobody knows. Nobody, you know, we, we don't, you can't say it definitively, but could it happen? Yes, because we've seen the North Koreans uh, use this tactic to evade uh, United States uh, spy satellites keep them from seeing what they were doing. So, yes, this could happen. Has it come down into the U.S.? Yes. Uh, could, could they have easily moved troops without our aircraft and our satellites being able to get eyes on you? People couldn't even see in front of them in New York there for a good while. Um, we recently had the border crossing. Now, we know it was not just people from uh you know, Hispanic, Latin American, uh, Latin American and South American countries. We have people from all across. We had Europeans. We had people from Asia. We have people uh, from all over the world come Africa coming in across our border in this this huge uh, group of migrants that came across the border. Um, and and a majority of them, what you were, you weren't seeing children. You, I mean, that might have been what was on the on the camera, but a good. 75 to 80 percent of them were military age men so that's always concerning and we've been seeing this for years now um and i understand certain people just trying to make their life better but in the midst of that you're going to have people that are going to utilize that situation and that chaos you know there's always been that whole thing that you never let a good crisis go to waste, and people don't. People don't let a good crisis go to waste. Hey, how you doing, uh, Texarado Designs? Good to see you. Um, but um, yeah, you had that happening, and you—the whole thing with the wildfires was concerning. Now, 
I started making calls and one of my friends, um, he was, he was explaining to me what he was told by somebody in, in government work, uh, IT work. He's like, basically he said, he was talking about how bad things are going to get as this progresses. And he said, basically go to the swamp. Now, why did he tell him to go to the swamp? Cause nobody wants to go to the swamp. Now, could you survive in the swamp? Yeah. So it's that one place he's telling him to go that is, you know, no, not a lot of people want to go, but you can survive there because we see the people that live in the bayous. Uh, there's alligators there. You're not going to see a lot of troop movement in the swamp. If there is, they're going to be on a boat. They're going, you know, you're going to be a, a, able to easily evade the movements that are there. Um, and we begin to discuss that. Uh, so, yeah. You know, there, there there's a whole lot happening right now. One of the things that this man brought up when we were talking, um, it was that our our aircraft carriers are not they're not around the coastline right now. Our aircraft carriers have been deployed. They're out. They're there's they're not here. They're out. They're re- they're they're preparing for something. That tells you a lot. They're getting ready for something. So then we started talking about um, if you know the U.S. was taken out. You know, if we were taken for our resources, what would be uh, uh, something that they would do? Okay, so the plan, supposedly through you know the chatter, what we're hearing is the Rockies. So you're going to have high ground. You're going to be able to work from both sides to take over. You have access to the Rockies, um, pretty you know pretty close to the border. So come in and begin to work their way to both sides. But basically the Western coast is going to be that staging ground and they're going to begin to work towards the Mississippi. And then you would have the clashes there. Now we've seen a lot of things happening with the Mississippi here recently. We've had a lot of chatter about that. We're not going to go any further into that uh, right now because that's just something to just, that's just rumor mill. The rumor mill that's coming through, not your normal news, but through, you know, certain military chatter that's coming out that people share with one another. So we're seeing a lot of things that are happening. And when this man was told, go to the swamp, that's basically, (coughs) that's like last resort. (laughs) Your bunker ain't going to be safe. You can't, you're not going to be able to keep your garden going. You're not going to be able to, I mean, you're going to be in a war zone. And the only reason you're going to the swamp is because, I mean, that's last resort. Uh, it, it's, it, you know, not a place anybody wants to go, but that's why you would go there. Um, and so that was one of the conversations I had this weekend when I was talking, um, and, and I'm not going, I don't plan to go to the swamp. One of the things I was talking about, you know, here in, in these little foothill areas of Appalachia, we, um, you know, we got, we got a lot of hills. We got a lot of hollers. We got a lot of holes in the ground. We got a lot of sinkholes. So there's a lot of opportunities with that in mind. So if you're in this, uh, North, Northern Alabama, Southern Tennessee region, state line region, Georgia, you know, there's a lot of mountainous areas and there's a lot of sinkholes because of caverns that form in the limestone and then they collapse in on on themselves. So you, you know, I, you can go to my, uh, content. We went on a hike recently and there were a number of uh, caverns that you could access in that part. So that that's my plan. <laughs> that's my plan. You know, we're going to find a good sinkhole and go shore up. As long as they don't know we're there, we ain't got to worry about nothing, you know, nothing or nobody bothering us. But 
would it, what would happen if it got that bad? Would you be prepared if it got that bad? And that's kind of the thing that we're always talking about on this channel. You know, it's not going to, you know, this could never happen. I don't live my life in fear. I just have preparations in place in case of certain emergencies. Now, you know, a local prepper was doing a, a poll recently and he was asking who had a, a certain amount, a certain percentage of people who had enough for a week's worth of food, you know, a week's worth of food for their family in their home. Um, he was asking who had um, a, a couple months worth and who had a year's worth, you know, to ride out, you know, a cataclysmic disaster, um, an attack on, on our soul, um, you know, you know, a depression, a, a financial collapse, because we're looking at things like that happening. Um, you know, it's not, it's not, it, it's become common talk to talk about the collapse of the dollar and the, the swapping over to control, uh, you know, uh, digital currency, you know, a, a central bank uh, issued central currency. I mean, we've even seen the Federal Reserve issue Fed now. So there our own governments in preparation for, you know, the economy to collapse and swap over. And this has happened. It happened in the 30s. Uh, all gold was confiscated. It was made illegal to own. You were called, you know, unpatriotic if you didn't turn in your gold. You didn't trust your government. Now here, I don't think many people care to say they don't trust their government. You know, we're not going to be worried too much about peer pressure anymore uh, after what we've seen recently. And so um, that that has happened. Uh, and what they did, they gave them back like half of what they turned in in gold and, and their gold and silver um, coins that they turned in, even their scrap gold. And so that automatically devalued gold and it put the U.S. government in a better spot we got Jerry Bridger over here on uh, YouTube. Good to see you, bud. So we've seen our government pull things like this before. They'll probably there could possibly come a time in the near future where they call for you to turn in your U.S. dollars, your cash, trying to tell you that it is, um, you know, it's unpatriotic or whatnot. But in the end, all they got to do is just, you know, it'll be worthless when they say it's worthless, and then they say, well, we're working it in. Uh, central bank controlled cryptocurrency now. So <clears throat> if it's just military exercise and, and that's exactly right, tiny house horses. Uh, why are they talking about it? Because what we're seeing is not stuff that you normally see, you know, uh, there, there may be a few uh, things that are military movement, but then again, a lot of what we're seeing reported online, when you go to these government, military websites it's stuff that's happening in other countries it's not supposedly happening you know as much here in america on american soul and for those like we've talked about in the beginning um the national guards i don't believe they have v-22 osprey yet and so some of these movements can't be attributed to national guard training it could be naval training it could be army uh reserve training it, if if they have access to that uh it could be marine training um it, you know but it, it could even be air you know air force training of some type air force commandos uh but the national guard doesn't have v-22 ospreys or they haven't in in past because of the cost now they've been courting being courted uh you know to buy these and they're not you know that you know the cost has been the issue so 
we have that going on. Is there anything going on? Nobody can definitively say anything because the government's always hush hush. Well, then we have the whole UAP thing. We have this incident that happened here recently in, um, I believe it was in Las Vegas. Uh, you had some people call and they were fairly serious. They were talking about, they were seeing 10 foot tall creatures in their backyard with large shiny eyes. And, and then you had the police show up and the police actually had body cam footage of something taking off. Uh, there was body cam footage of something landing uh, from another resident in that time. You've had issues with um, military bases uh, picking up more things. And that's a whole other thing in itself. So that, that's a lot of interesting things happening all at once around our country and the world. So that's food for thought. That's things for you to chew on. When, when I tell you these, I'm not trying to inspire fear. I'm trying to inspire preparedness and precaution. And the, the, this, um, I'm trying to dissuade people from what has become American norm, Western society norm. You don't see this happening in, in as many other areas of the world as you do in the West, but this, this, this lackadaisical, uh, attitude, this, uh, you know, the, it's never going to happen to me. Um, and then when it does, you panic. You know, you have things like Katrina where people don't evacuate and then all of a sudden it's somebody else's fault that they ain't got no help when they were told, get out. Um, and there are ways that many of us preppers have put on social media for anybody at any budget to prep. I mean, if anything, prep your mind, get on, get on Google and learn. But, you know, <clears throat> we work with different people to help you prepare. We work it, it, with somebody that can help you usually at any um, budget point that you're looking at. And so, yeah, this is an ad we're doing right now for ReadyWise. Um, so look, you need a go bag. You need, a um, you know, you need food. You need, you know, certain gear. You need to be prepared to move. There could be, we live in an age where recently we didn't have to worry, think we ever had to worry about a nuclear event taking place, but we could actually see a nuclear event and you may actually have to evacuate where you're at. Why? Because you weren't the, you know, you weren't in the, you know, the crosshairs, but you're going to, you may have to possibly deal with the fallout. And so I, I implore all of you to have good emergency weather radios, um, have those emergency um, response apps that tell you when things are going on on your phone. If something was to happen uh, that knocked your power out, you may have your phone still working unless, you know, the uh, the blast causing an electromagnetic pulse powerful enough to reach where you're at uh, and, and knock out your devices. Or if there was an EMP, uh, you may not be able to use that anymore. That's why I say have radio, uh, these radios have them in Faraday cage bags. we got a video coming up on that. But you need a go bag. You may need to evacuate. Uh, and, and it might not just be for a nuclear attack. It might be for a disaster. We've had, we had, uh, we've got a, a possible hurricane coming uh, onto the East Coast. We've got, we had tornadoes in uh, Texas. We, we had a, a number of instances where people, might need a go bag. You might have to get out of a collapsing house that just got, you know, hit 
with a tornado and it's unsound and you got to go to your neighbor's house or you got to go to your mom's house. And she's like 80 years old. She don't keep a lot in the cupboard. She's got some cereal and some milk and, or she ain't bought groceries. You know, needless to say, she don't have enough for a family. And, and one of the things is we talk about ReadyWise. You can use code CHAOS10 to go and save 10% at ReadyWise. And also now at ReadyWise Outdoors, they have they are they are t- currently taking orders for their pro meals. Now I like the adventure meals. I've carried them on a lot of backpacking trips. But I'm going to tell you something. These pro meals, they're pro. They're premium. They are wonderful. I've eaten two of them so far. I have not eaten the chicken pot pie, but I look forward to it. I'm saving it for a backpacking trip. Uh, but they're taking pre-orders for these right now. And remember, Code Chaos 10 saves 10%. Uh, we have the video up right now where you can just follow the link to it. Um, so, yeah, there's that. You need some food. You need water. You need water containers. We have a video about ETA, uh, the ETA filters. They're our sponsor we work with. You can get those fairly cheap, or you can just go get a live straw. Um we have the links for those on our YouTube videos and different uh, social platforms where you can go through our Amazon uh, links to get those, and they're fairly cheap. And we also have you need a, you need a good tool for um, whatever you know camp or uh, evacuation center things you might need. You may not be able to carry uh, a proper firearm, or you may not be into firearms. You need a self defense uh, tool. And right now we're working with Odin Wolf right now. Code EDGE, you can save 10% to get you a knife. So, yeah, we're in the ad part of the live stream. So I have to do that. That's how we get paid. That's how we keep this thing going, how we keep the website going. Um, now, if you're wanting to get into a more, a more, uh, we have things for, if you're wanting to get into uh, more of a camping atmosphere or if you're, you're not planning on going to evacuation center, you got a little uh, place you you're out in the woods you're going to, maybe you're a, a city prepper, you're, you're bugging out to a state park, and you're going to need to be starting a fire to cook your food to keep yourself warm long-term. We got Black Beer Fire Starters. Code Edge is going to save you 10%. Um, again, Odin Wolf is Edge 10 is going to save you 10%. Uh, Ready Wise, Chaos 10 is going to save you 10%. Now, if you're going into long-term prepping, um, you're going to want to look at Pack Fresh and Ready Wise. Um, pack Fresh Code Edge tends go, uh, Code Edge is going to save you ten percent. You're going to be able to pack your own survival rations, like beans and rice, and different things of that nature to put up in bulk. Ready Wise, you're going to be able to buy those long-term food supplies that are freeze-dried that are going to last up to twenty-five years, and you're going to be able to uh, have food in an emergency, not just for your family, but possibly for extended family and people of that nature. And it's going to be an investment, just like health insurance. You're going to have food insurance in case of an emergency. You'll have food when you're not when you don't normally have access to a grocer or delivery service, or you can't get on in your car and drive to uh, Costco to get what you normally get or a restaurant. So that's always good to have, and you're going to save money with that. And also, if you're getting into the really long term collapse scenario, America's collapsing. It's a depression you know, or, you know, you want to have a way to restart your garden after a big disaster because you lost all your seed. Well, get the ReadyWise Heirloom Seed Vault. They've got these right now uh, at ReadyWise.com, and you're going to be able to save 10% on them with Code Chaos 10. So that is the ad portion. Um, 
for all of our other sponsors, you can go to edge29chaos.com and we have the banner links. We have batteries. We have um, Torridge sun, sunglasses. Uh, if you're if you're a hiker, you're a camper, we got a little bit of everything for everybody in those um, on that site to help you save money. We try to do that. We don't make a ton of money off this. Again, just enough usually to keep our Canva Pro, keep our website rolling, and to keep you uh, prepared, you know, with content. So we're looking over here at Clapper. We got Doomsday Podcast. We're talking about just everything. Uh, we're talking about the wildfires. We're talking about the, um, you know, the military movement we're seeing around the country. We're talking about um, how the U.S. Is, is currently developing a plan to evacuate 80,000 people from Taiwan and create a no-fly zone over uh, Taiwan. Um you know, there, there's a whole lot happening around the world um, right now. We are seeing the um, the uh, Ukrainian counteroffensive um, in its beginning stages. We're seeing things in this war between Russia and Ukraine that we've really never seen in any other war, uh, and specifically because of um, the drones. Uh, and that's just going to keep progressing. Um, we're going to continue to see advancement in our drones. We're going to probably continue to see, we're seeing a lot of advancement in AI technology usage um, in military uh, applications. We're seeing all of this stuff seems to be moving so fast. This is why we tell you you need to be prepared. This is why we tell you to have that food insurance. You never know what is happening. Uh, well, Dawn, you can get, Dawn has got to go pick up some ducks. So she's, uh, She's going. She ain't able to keep listening right now. Don, you can catch the recap on uh, YouTube and Facebook if it's if it's doing right. I've got a blank screen, but a lot of times it just keeps recording. But we're going to have up the podcast. Should have it up tomorrow. But we have a lot going on, and you know we're in trouble times. We're in perilous times. I I, I do a lot of podcasts talking about perilous times. We've had so much happen since. Uh, Lord, we've had so much happen in just the last two or three years, three or four years. I mean, it's just, it's insane. Uh, it, it, it's going to be a very tumultuous time. This decade is going to be looked at as, as one of the most tumultuous times in American history. You know, like we look back on the 60s, 70s, World War II, World War I era, the Depression, you know, people are going to look back on this and they're going to look back at what they would have done. You know, hindsight's always, you know, Everybody's always got a got great ideas in hindsight. It's when it's happening and people are not prepared that we are going to uh, be questioning what's uh, you know what we should do. They're always going to have an answer in the future of what we should have done. Uh, Annie Antoinette, I, right now I would I would say look at Jackery and also uh, Readywise has a pretty good system. But I, I'm, I'm in the midst of myself trying to figure that out. Solar is my next big plunge. You know, I had to get my food sources and my skills uh, set down. I had to get my sons trained. I had to get my homestead up and rolling. So solar is going to be the next big thing. I'm going to be looking at setting up a solar system in my garage and having a portable system as well as things that I can put up in for an emergency in case of an electromagnetic pulse. So that's going to be things we're going to be looking at in the future. I mean, I'm, I've got plans to keep this rolling for years. I've got my sons involved. 
Um, they're, they're learning certain things to help me keep it going. I hope it's going to be a, uh, something I can hand off to them to help continue helping people grow. We've made contacts around the country and the world right now that are just giving us good insights, giving us good ideas and helping us to grow this platform that, that the good Lord's given us to uh, try and help others. And we hope that you're being helped. We hope you're enjoying the content, but not just enjoying it. We hope you're learning from it. We hope you're growing from it. We hope you're coming up with your own ideas. And if you got some good ideas, send them our way. We'll, we'll give you the credit for it. You want to make some videos? Well, you can contact us through the website. You can go to uh, Dennis Bunch, uh, uh, Dennis Bunch 29 at gmail.com. So you can contact me through that and send me the videos that you want to uh, post for, um, for, for us to put on content. Uh, if you've got a good survival video, a good gear review, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going about 10 different ways at once trying to just get this thing growing off the ground and just help people because I believe time's short. Um, I, I, I used to listen to a lot of end time stuff when I was a kid. I read the whole Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins, uh, left behind series. I, I read a lot of things of that nature. I've always been into apocalyptic type stuff, um, uh, as far as movies and, and fiction and, and reading and, and audio books. But, um, you know, one of the things I can say, I, we've never seen more prophecy being fulfilled than we're seeing now. Uh, we've never seen more things happening that are pointing towards what was, you know, happening in, you know, we read about happening in revelations that's predicting the end times. So, you know, that's, that's something I always talk about on these lives. Um, you know, not just being prepared in the physical sense, not just being prepared with, with material things, not just being prepared mentally with skills and, and mindsets, but being spiritually prepared. You may not agree with that, and I understand that. This may not part may not be for you. You're, we're glad you came in. If you don't want to be here, if you don't mind it, that's cool too. Just hang out. But you know, I, I can say, you know, I always tell everybody I, I can give you the way to be always prepared and never scared. And it doesn't have anything to do with the tips I put online. Doesn't have anything to do with anything I've come up up with. It all has a lot to do with my faith in Christ. Now, a lot of people may call that in question. That's a fairy tale. That's crazy. I don't see why you would believe that, but I'm going to say this. I'm not, you know, there's a lot of scientific things I could point at. There's a lot of historical things I could put point at, but the thing I look at is personal experience. That's the one thing you cannot take from me. It's the one thing where I've seen God move and work in things that I could not change. And it's happened so many times. You can't say it's a coincidence because it's statistically no longer considered coincidence when it happens a certain amount of times. And it's happened this amount of times, not just in my life, but in my father's life, in my grandparents' life, in my wife's family, in my children's life, in my friend's life. And I see these things taking place and it gives me hope of something outside myself taking care of me and protecting me. And so that may seem a little wild to you. But then again, you may be that person, you've had this inclination, you've had this thought, is there something more? Is there somebody else that I could reach out to? Is there a higher power I could look to for hope and help in these times of destruction? And I'm going to tell you, my relationship with Christ has been that hope. In, in my most um, treacherous of times, in, in my most, uh, you know, despairing of times, when it seemed like there shouldn't be any hope, 
Christ has been that rock. Christ has been that wild card, that game changer. Um, I can't tell you how many times it, it was going one way and then on a dime it changed and the situation was took care of and it didn't have anything to do with anything I was doing. I couldn't have done it myself. I can't tell you how many stories I hear, uh, you know, from the older generation that are telling me about things that happen specifically. And, and you can tell when people are making stuff up, but this is things that they're telling me that I've seen that they had the same experience I did. So God's not just been active now. He's been working for generations to help me to be, to help my family be prepared and have a better tomorrow. And I want your family to have that. I want you to have that in your life. And I hope you can experience that in your life. You may not want this. And I understand that. I mean, I completely understand that's your choice. I, this is not nothing I'm forcing on you. Uh, this is something I'm just putting out there as an option uh, for you to look at. But if you're looking for something like that and you're interested in that, I implore you to look at Christ. Now I like to read a devotion from, uh, Max Lucado's Grace for a Moment. These are old. I picked this up for 75 cents at a at a local um, used bookstore. This is a great devotion. It's timeless, really. And, and I, I read it a lot. But I want to read you the scripture he gives us in this devotion for June 19th, uh, Living in God's Presence. It says, pray in the Spirit at all times with all kinds of prayers, asking for everything you need. I do that. I go to God for my, my needs. I go to the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ for my needs. And I say, God, this needs to happen. I don't know what to do. And there's been a lot of times, there's been a lot of, especially since starting this uh, online brand, uh, working to try and help folks, you know, developing this ministry, because that's what this is. This is an online ministry, a digital ministry that I tried to do to to just to help people that I feel God called me to do. There's been a lot of times it, it, it was just an unction or an inclination of moving a God's spirit, speaking to my heart. This is the direction I want you to go. And it ended up working. And it was something I wouldn't have normally done or I didn't feel like doing, but then they had tremendous results. But Max says this concerning Ephesians 6 and 18. You'll pray in the spirit all, at all times with all kinds of prayer, asking for everything you need. How do I live in God's presence, he says. How do I detect his unseen hand on my shoulder and his audible, his inaudible voice in my ear? How can you and I grow familiar with the voice of God? Here are a few ideas. And he gives us this. He says, give God your waking thoughts. Before you face the day, face the Father. Before you step out of bed, step into his presence. Give God your waiting thoughts. Spend time with him in silence while you're waiting. Give God your whispering thoughts. Imagine considering every moment as a potential time of communion with God. And finally, he wraps it up by saying, give God your waning thoughts. At the end of the day, let your mind settle on him. Conclude the day as you begin it, talking to God. Now, I'm going to say I like to end a lot of my days thanking God for the blessings of that day, uh, for, for the things that he brought about in that day. Um, there's always, you know, it's always darkest before the dawn. And sometimes when you're hitting that sack, it's been a rough day. But a lot of the thankfulness I have to God, towards God, is, is that I'm still here. Now, you, you can come at me with a lot of things. Okay, whatever. But I shouldn't be here. 
I shouldn't be doing the things that I'm doing. I was told so many times I wasn't qualified or I couldn't do this or you're not the one or you're not able to do this. That's crazy. That's tomfoolery. That's that's nobody would do it, but it ended up being the thing to do. It ended up being the thing that I should have done that they didn't think about. And I wouldn't have thought about, but I had somebody watching. I had some outside help. I had that hand on my life. And I'm telling you today, if you feel like you need that help, it is there. It's, it's just a just a whisper away. It's just a prayer away. It's just an asking away. Good Lord won't force himself on you. He is a gentleman. But he is always there knocking on the door of your heart saying, hey, I'm here if you need me. But the Spirit will only tarry with you for so long. That's something we learned all the way back in Genesis. There will come a time when you just quit caring about it. You quit thinking about it. It's not that he took the option away. It's that you pushed it away so many times. He just, you know, he knew it was time to move on. You got to make your decision. And so I like to lead people in a prayer. If you want to make a decision for Christ today, if you want to give your heart to Christ today, we're going to pray a prayer. We're going to, and, and to do that, you've got to, you got to admit to fault. You got to look at your life and say, hey, I'm not perfect. I have what they call sin. Sin's those things God calls us to avoid to have a better life. It's not just rules. It's things that he didn't make you to do that will destroy you. And you got to admit that to him. You got to ask him to forgive you for that, but not just to forgive you for that, to help you to repent, to quit wanting those things that are hurtful and harmful to your mind, your body, your spirit, your, your family, and he'll help you. Dear Heavenly Father, you see those of us that are wanting to give our hearts to you today, want to begin a relationship with you today. We want to live our life for you today. I pray, Heavenly Father, right now, you, you just take my sin because I, I've, I'm confessing it. I, I got sin. I got things that are destroying my life that I shouldn't be doing. And I need you to take those things and I need you to deliver me from them. I need you to forgive me for them and help me to repent of those things and quit having that in my life. Lord, I'm giving you my life. I'm yielding to you and I'm inviting you to come into my heart and to help me to be more like you, to help me to allow your Holy Spirit to begin his work in me, to cleanse me and to help me live for you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And they all said amen. You know, if you prayed that prayer today, you've accepted Christ. You've accepted his rule of reign in your life. You've accepted his leadership. But not just that, you've accepted his help. You know, he said, how many times have I wanted to gather you under my wings but like a mother hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you wouldn't let me. Well, you let him this time. Maybe you've fought it for years. Maybe you've resisted it for years. But hey, he's there. He's on your side. He's looking to do something for you. He's been thinking for years. He's had plans for eons of how he's going to change your life and help you. And today, I'm going to tell you, hey, you've accepted that change. So let him do that in your life. We thank you for joining us today for the Chaos Cast. We thank you for coming in. And being a part of this, we thank those of you that support us financially by uh, going and buying through the links that go to the website, read the blog, click the links that are on Google Ads that are there that buy through our Amazon links. We thank you for that because that helps pay for the website. That helps pay for the amenities that we use for this. And every once in a blue moon, you might pay for a month of Audible for me to listen while I'm in the truck driving. 
because that's the job that supports my family. And that's the job that helps me when, you know, the, I don't get paid enough through the links to keep this stuff rolling. So uh, we thank you for your support. We thank you for your help. We thank you for coming into Custis. We hope you will go follow us on YouTube. We hope you'll go through the link in our bio or on our website, h29cast.com. We hope you'll follow that social link to our YouTube page and you will follow us there and you will help share out this live when it, you know, finally uploads <laughs> to be shareable on YouTube. We hope you'll go follow us on the, the Chaos Cast podcast Wherever you're listening to podcasts, go search Chaos Cast. You're going to see, um, you're going to see the podcast. You're going to see that face with me wearing that black edge 29 Chaos preparedness hat. And I'm looking into the thing. There's either a flag or a fire behind me, one. But you can go follow us there. And that way you can download and listen to us when you're out of range, when you ain't got no signal. I download a lot of stuff to listen when I'm driving in the mine because ain't no signal down there. So just listen to a lot of preaching down there and things. So, hey, if you're not listening to podcasts, what are you doing? That's a whole great tool to have in your uh, your uh, your phone, your social media activities. You can learn a lot. They've done recent studies. Listening to books, listening to things like that. You're actually, your mind's taking that just like if you're reading it. So you're retaining knowledge. But uh, we're glad to have you in here. Thank you for coming in. Y'all have a good one.